Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, good evening, and welcome. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, as you can tell, there's uh, someone else hosting because it's not really going well. Uh, <laughs> this week, I'm joined. Well, we're all joined. We're all here. Well, basically, look, Sean ain't here, people, so you can celebrate and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Uh, and it, it? And we can all have a bit of fun and a laugh because uh, he's not around, but it will be amateur hour, believe me. This week, as you've heard already, we've got Mr. John Bucci. How are you doing, John? Where are you? What are you doing? I don't know what he says. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. It's good good to speak to you all again. I'm in my sunny Ripley home, speaking to you all on this podcast. you still got the sun, have you? It's dark. The sun, it's always sunny here, mate. It, mate? What, even yeah. in the middle of the night? Blimey, That's it. Pitch black out here. Uh, well, as always, Canning Town, then, how are you, where are you, what are you doing? Oh. You say, uh, as always, well, it was yeah. a close run was, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, well, it Felt is. lousy today, I don't know why. Are you, are you coming from, like, nearer the toilet? No, 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 no nothing no, like that, nothing. it's just sort of getting hot. It's a computer virus, you spent too long right. in front of that machine. I think you might be right. Mm. Might be right. But, anyway... It, no George. No George, yeah. He's um baby Jessica. Uh doing his fatherly duties. Yeah, she's done a whoopsie, so he's got a sort of <laughs> uh, a lovely baby though, John, isn't she? Yeah, she is, mate. Cracking cracking baby. Not that people yeah. want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> two games to talk about before we get on to the stuff that John really switches off from. So we've got the win against Man United and the win against Leeds. We'll start with the win against Man United away. Did you watch the game, John? I did watch it. Yes, I did. It was. I enjoyed it, although it was, you know, a bit defended a lot. Spent a lot of time defending, but I felt with even so, it was our B team. What you could say, as Sean likes to call them, 
against their B team. They made 11 changes and we made 10, I believe. Mm. Um, I thought we looked decent. I thought we were starting to look, like, as a squad and everything about the how it's been run, everyone knows their place, even in that sort of selection and what their job and their role is. And I felt disappointed for Fredericks. He looked like he was on his way to having, having another blinder. I think he's really starting to show and trying to battle for a place. Um, yeah, I thought he'd done really well for the cutbacks. Lanzini scored a goal and then we were like, we weren't really hanging on, were we? It was like a controlled level of defending, I would say. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good game. Yeah, uh, it'll be about now. Sean would give us the injury update on Fredericks, but obviously I totally forgot he'd got injured. So mm. the, the, apparently I did hear today that he's okay. He, he might be okay for the weekend. Oh right. What was it? I mean, I feel really bad. Apparently, <laughs> he sprayed his ankle. Which oh. I mean, if you're a footballer, it's still a bad injury. If you yeah. sprain your ankle, you need, you need to kick a football. Yeah, because he went down the slope, didn't he? I think yeah, that's he what did. The, 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 the thing is, is that um, I remember now on the commentary they were saying it seems a bit silly. Yeah, a bit like well, having a, a carpet next to your pitch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, he's a, 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 a claim. He's a bit stupid, isn't it? Having a big dip like that by the side that of a close. Pitch. Yeah, I mean, we could have it. Because obviously, uh, you know, I'm sure the owners would have loved the moat uh, yeah. around the pitch, or <laughs> definitely around them. Um, but the, the lineup, did, was you? Did, what did you see anything from? I, I, I didn't like to call it the B team. I call it. I think I had like either A minus or the B plus team. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, any any changes there that you thought you know deserves a crack to move moved into the A team? Um, well, you know, I. No one I would say would nick a starting role particularly. But like I say, Fredericks is... I was very... I was happy for Fredericks to be gone, pace basically. Mm. I didn't think he was going to cut it at this level. I know we got him for free from Fulham, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't think he was ever going to cut it. But it looks to me like he's upped his game. And he... So, you know, he's... He, he doesn't. He's not really likely to dislodge Sue Fowl, but I just think he's he's someone that needs to be in and about the squad. And he pretty much is, isn't he? He does put him on the sub bench, doesn't he? Mostly, and he brings him on. So, yeah, I think he's the one that stood out for me in his short little run, in his short little spell. But obviously, Lanzini, he looked he looked controlled and. So he looked a bit classy, really. I Another thought. player you thought that could have been on his way out, but he's yeah, they've, they've sort of there's talk about him playing a different role, isn't there? Mm. And he every time he gets a run out like that, again, he's another one that looks controlled. I mean, I was surprised Noble played the full ninety, and obviously we all we all surprised at the end when <laughs> he got through and hit the keeper and. Yeah, Malenko at the post, and yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. It was a good game to watch. Yeah, our first win there since uh, the Tevez two thousand and seven, one yeah. nil. Uh, Jay, uh, anything you, different that you want to see, or like players you thought? Ariola, uh, how did you see him? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Decent. I mean, a lot of people were saying, you know, he had a great game. Maybe he did. Uh, it was the, it was the, that cross that was brought to the attention of the viewers that he can 
went out for and didn't collect. Yeah. There was a little bit of a concern. Um, no, but he had a good game. Most of them did. Most of the players did. Uh, so, no, I don't have any concerns over Ariola. Uh, maybe we'll see him again Thursday. Not too sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I look at it now. Moyes, in, or a lot of clubs, Moyes is one of them. They like to have two players for every position that that could come in and be a pretty decent cover. So he'll have his first 11 and then he'll have the backup. But he doesn't want an also ran on the backup. He wants someone that will pressure the bloke. I liken it to perhaps having, if you think of the British Lions when they go on tour, They'll have their midweek team that plays against, you know, the, the provincial clubs. And then they have their test match team. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And then what they do is, is that generally the the, provincial, the midweek team will be a starting 15 different, but it will introduce, but it'll have them ready to come on the subs. Or if someone's injured, they can be brought in and do that. It's almost like that's what you've got to run this season, especially if we keep going in the Cups. Um you'll have his midweek team even though he, he you know as you said he, he played Bowen this week and last time in Europe he only changed half the team with Europe coming up will he do the same you know that's something we'll perhaps we'll discuss after we talk about the Man United game, uh, after the Leeds game I mean was the draw having the draw straight after our win did it deflate you a bit <laughs> it did a little bit <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I was like, oh, I mean, there's what's there, like QPR, there's Stoke, there's... It's like, oh, what, City? You know, really? It seems to happen all the time, doesn't it? I know. It, 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 it's tiring, isn't it, yeah. when you see that? Like, oh, yeah, oh, great. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, you know, I, I think I literally said, oh, the, 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 the dream is on. You know, the dream continues. And then five yeah. minutes and later, I was like, up. The, the dream is over. <laughs> 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 you, you got to get out for work. Yeah. And then yeah. you got old, old Twitchy going, oh, that's a great game. Yeah. That's one of my, my pick of the draw, that one. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a great match. It's like, really? He doesn't oh. know what the fuck he's saying next, does well, he? Well, the, the thing about Harry is I do like Harry, you know. I, I know I do right, love he's a, Harry. He's a celebrity everything. now, isn't he? And he That's is, but he, he, he's the type of bloke that says any anything, he says what people, he thinks people want people to hear. People want to hear, yeah. He's come out and said, you know, Tottenham's the best job in the world you'll ever have. You know, and fucking it, said that about you know, us. You know, and that's what, and that's the thing. You think, well, I'm sure if West Ham was looking for a new manager, you'd be had a new manager. You'd be saying that, well, West Ham's the best job you're ever going to have. You know, so I, there's, I, I, there's a story that he used to when he used to have people in his office. He used to change the picture on the wall. So if you go to see him in his office, there'll be a picture of you on the wall. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know how, how true it is. I think it might have been in his autobiography or. I'll have to have a look. Picture of me on the wall. No, not you. But, oh, right. you know, he if did you were meet me when I was a little kid, but I yeah, didn't have but, a picture. Uh, I don't think you'd have put your picture up. But no. you never went in his office, did you? Uh, no. Or did you? <laughs> maybe, maybe to fit a lock on the door. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did no. you go in his office? No, I didn't. No. No. He didn't have it, mate. They were lucky to let him in the ground probably back when I first met him. I was about nine, I think. Um but uh, all right, so I mean, at least the draws at home, isn't it? And if yeah, you look, that's the bonus. You know, Man City, he's probably going to put his reserves out, and I'd like to think that um, 
our A plus our A A plus team. Would you, well, what B do you call plus. it? B plus team. Yeah. Can they beat City's reserves? Reserves. I mean, who knows? If, who knows? Th- 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 this is the thing. It is a bit. I mean, it's, I did see someone say, "Well, if we win that, you know, we're in the quarterfinals." Well, yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, if you do, if you do win it, you know, there's got, you know, we would surely, if we get to the final league cup, by God, we would have earned that trip to Wembley. Absolutely. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he puts out for the Man City game because it comes after a week where we, I think we've got like Man City, Spurs, or no, we've got Europe, Spurs, then Man City all at home. Johnny Tempest is is coming, is he? Not Johnny Tempest, that's his name. You say Europe are coming. We've got Europe. Oh, right, Joey Tempest. Joey Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. Is he not dead? Did he not No, he's the, no I met him at oh. a, um, oh, a gig a few years back. Really? Uh, um, who was it? Uh, Rival Sons. Oh, right. He made a comeback. Did he? Yeah. He should not have bothered, mate. Well, you know, time passed. Amos Smith Odeon, 1988. Undoubtedly, yeah, you know, undoubtedly, where you think, my God, that is the worst. And I saw the Zootons there that nearly matched them. I mean, I saw Ozzy Osbourne at the Amy Smith Odeon, and his sound broke down three times, delays. I had my tools nicked out of my car, and it was still a better concert than Europe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it, it was awful. It, it, it sort of it, it, I, I look at Europe now and I think I only went probably because of that one song well yeah that's how did anyone I would have thought yeah and I it don't was, know what about Rock the Night on Carrie <laughs> Rock the Rock the Night oh yeah that's know. right yeah I mean I was a bit of an headbanger back in the day but yeah Europe I've expunged them from my mind I think yeah. um, still West Ham podcast. Yes, it sorry. is. That's that true. Sorry. So, it yeah, so we'll, yeah. we'll, uh, what do we think of Yarmolenko up front? Because that, that's pretty much where he played, didn't he? In that game, did he, he got Yeah, he got he got he got through, didn't he? Yeah, the, the post. post. Well, he had, oh, uh, that's right. I mean, he had Bowen. I, f- I don't. I was trying to look, work it out whether who was. The, I suppose with the players he had there. And that's what could baffle them. It was. It seemed interchangeable because they're all similar players: Yarmolenko, Bowen. Th- th- they would swap who was who was the more central and whatever. And sometimes that'll work because th- the defenders ain't got anyone to mark. I th- he runs around and he? he's got a great engine, Yarmolenko. I felt for him when he hit the post. Cause I think he yeah. deserved that goal. Yeah, I thought he deserved it. Oh, I do. I mean, I. <laughs> I'd like to see like them work with Bowie and Yarmolenko and four nails on their finishing. Mm. And, you know, if they could pick up a few improvement percentage points on their finishing, I think we'd get more goals because they do get opportunities. Well, yeah, it is strange. Um, you say that more goals, but I don't know if you saw it. Um, I've been given a graphic by a listener of more than just a podcast and I put it on Facebook page yesterday and it shows uh, it's a barometer Mm. so you can see that we got 65 points last season and 
if as as each game goes, the barometer will move whether the season's going to be better than 65 or worse than 65. So we're going to do that every week and, and update it. He's going to send it to me and I'm going to put it out. What I asked him to add was, is, is the goal difference. So next week we're going to be showing the goal difference. Now, we're comparing like-for-like league games only from this season to last season. But when you look at it, we're three points in the positive, which is the win over Newcastle. So madly, every result after the Newcastle game has matched the same per team as what we got last season, even down to the nil-nil draw at Southampton. But what we have done this season is our goal difference in the first six games, or in the six games that we've already played, so Newcastle, Southampton, uh, Leicester, Man United away, Leeds, our goal difference was would have been minus one last season for those six games. This season, it's plus five. Yeah. So we're six goals better off. Well, that's the old Jamaican wizard. Yes. <clears throat> but well is it all down to him I mean well yeah I mean I look today the league's top scorers he is top isn't he with five yeah but I think in fourth or fifth spots Ben Rama with three yeah so, I mean I, 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 I know I get my games mixed up but one of the performances I, I think it was probably the lead to be fair it was I mean he gets back to defend as much as he gets forward doesn't he he did Saturday he 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 he, yeah. um, he 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 made a couple of blocks where you sort of looking and you and you wait with the commentator, especially with my eyes, and he goes like Ben Rama, great block, and you thinking, whoa, he's done he's done well there to get back. Yeah. Um. So he's obviously more as he's getting through to him about his work ethic as much as his ability on the ball. Well, they all we all we they all work even like like guy against Man United. The, the press and the and the effort and the running and the and the, whenever you hear them in the press, you, when they say what's changed, and a lot of them say, well, when Moyes came in, we were the worst running stats in the Premier League, and that's no longer the case. We just we work a lot harder. Mm. It shows. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well. It does. I mean, a good link there, really, into the Leeds game. So Leeds away Saturday, uh, Jay. Yes. Um, what did you think? Great start, then sort of went pear shaped. Yeah, you see, I didn't really get carried away with with what Leeds were doing. Like we said on the WhatsApp that you thought they were they, were, you know, we were playing decent, played the better mm. first half. I thought some of our the players that were rested didn't quite look as sharp. I got a theory that sometimes resting. Does make you a little bit sluggish, first of all. Uh, until we went one nil behind, and you you could see by uh, Susik reacted to his mistake so well, because it kind of woke him up. Really, oh, that sounds daft. Mm. He just suddenly had realised there's something to play for, and I think when you rest players, that that initiative kind of fades a little bit it takes a little bit to get you out of rest mode I might be wrong but yeah going back to your question uh, yeah we did start brightly it was we, but we knew it was going to be an open game and because of the way Leeds throw players forward 
and I knew with our capabilities, when even when we won, went one nil down, I thought we'd come back to beat them, and sure enough, we did. I was just really pleased with that performance. It, we, we're just so consistently good now, aren't we? we? We're talking 18 months now, so I think. I, apologies if, if this statistic is wrong, but I think I heard over the last 50 league games we'd be third in the league. I know you can make statistics work any way you want, but even if you sort of um, look at the 86 side, 85-86 side, the length of um, time we were good was pretty much a calendar year. We didn't start really winning until uh, end of September. Hmm. And then we made a good start the next season uh, and then that was it. It fell. Yeah, away. and then we just just dropped down. So it, it was almost like a year. This is eighteen months now, I think, isn't it? Yes. Or am I losing? No. If you so, um, it, it's maybe a bit shorter. We came yeah, back in June, didn't we? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong with that. But this just looks a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pleased with this. I mean, I'll give you the stats, John, just because, you know, obviously, and I will explain why. I'm not a great lover of stats, but I think it does tell a story that I'll explain later and you can give me what you think. So, uh, shots on target, Leeds 6, West Ham 8. So, we won now. Shots off target, Leeds 4, West Ham 7. So, we've had 15 shots there to Leeds 10. Uh, block shots, I don't know if that's included in the shots on target or off, probably not. So that was five each. So we've had, what, 20 shots there? Which is a pretty decent tally if you think about it. Possession-wise, this is where Leeds did dominate, or not dominate, 54%. So to our 46. But then again, Leeds are the home team, so you naturally you would normally expect us... Um, especially we're, as we're a counter-attacking team, to, to allow that. We had more corner kicks. We won that 7-5. Leeds were offside twice. West Ham were never caught offside. Not once. How about that? So, that's, it's got to be a rarity. I don't know if that's down to the way we played or down to the way Leeds played. Um, Leeds committed more fouls. They had more yellow cards. Crosses. West Ham, 19 to Leeds, 13. Um, I don't know how they measure this, but it was one counter-attack each. I find that hard to believe, um, considering our second goal was definitely a yeah. counter-attack. But uh, keeper saves, uh, their keeper made seven, <coughs> ours five. So again, that shows you we had the better of the clear-cut um, chances. Twelve goal kicks, that they, uh, they had twelve goal kicks, we had six. So some people, John, were saying that we were lucky to nick the win. How did you see the game in that terms? Well, from what you've just read out, it doesn't sound like we were lucky. Mm. Um, I agree with what Len was saying earlier. We are getting to the stage where we are consistently good. You know, if if not very good at times, you know. And it's it's just... We get. I think we're just getting what we deserve. I mean, I, I, I was. I worked Saturday, so I don't get to watch sit and watch the games anymore. But I did watch the extended highlights on Sky in the evening. And uh, I mean, 
we did look continuously up for it, you know. Mm. We didn't... It's, we're getting to the stage now when we go 1-0 down. I don't know about you yous guys, whether, you know, I don't think that's the end of it anymore. There was a time where we'd go 1-1 down and you'd think, oh, that's it. But that's not the case anymore, is it? No. We 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 know that, you know, we're going to keep going at them. And, you know, I was... I felt a little bit sorry for Suchek. If he'd have got his goal, it would have, I'm sure that would have picked him up. I'm sure he would have felt Tiredness or just a lack of concentration? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. When you look at players like him and, and like Rice, and that, I mean, they've played football continuously now for two years, haven't they? Mm. So it's got to start getting a bit wearing. But, you know, it was just a mistake, wasn't it? But yeah, it could be one or the one or the other. But you know, if it, I mean Antonio, he did lump that keeper, didn't he, with his arm? But there was no intent, and the yellow card I think was fair, and you know, it wasn't a goal. It needed to be disallowed from that mm. basis. But the the counter attack and and the finish by Antonio, yeah, you know, I've I'm one of those that have been saying, look, we haven't got a striker, we've got a winger made good and no other striker in our club it's ridiculous but the more you see of him he's he's better than most and he it's yeah. getting to the stage now that he's he's, in, he's just incredible I mean that finish that touch and then the, it was just he's he's becoming so integral to the club they've just got to keep him going and they've got to keep him fit and keep him going but yeah, no, I think it was a, it was another good performance. We obviously fell behind, but we had the character to come back again, and I think we deserved the win personally. Definitely. Yeah, I I mean I was watching um, I, 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 I sort of at the end of the uh, near I had the Iron United watch along on while watching the game for the last 20 minutes and or, or 30 minutes of the, of the second half and um, people there sort of thought that Leeds had dominated us and that um, in Stelios's roundup they were sort of alluding to that that we were sort of fortunate to get the win. I don't know if it was because it was a last minute goal but we'd nicked the win and um, you know I, it's, I, I'm not a great stats fan because Stats tell you a, a, a flat picture on paper that actually don't reflect sometimes the outcome of the game. But Leeds did have a better of the first half, but I thought the second half was fairly e- even. It was an end-to-end game. Now, if it's an end-to-end game, one team's not really dominating the other. Um, Fabianski made some really good saves. Then again, their keeper pulled off even better saves. So that yeah, says that we were actually then on the front foot. So we were on I mean, the front foot. For, for now's was for now's. That's what, that's why I was thinking yeah. about that. For, he, he was one on one, wasn't he? At one point, yeah, he got through. Yeah, right at the end of the um, first half, he broke through one on one, and the and the and, and Moulier, I think, is his name, saved with his legs. Um, so I mean, we had a couple of early chances, didn't we, with Ben uh, yeah. Ben Rama. Uh, curling one that he tipped round the post. I think Antonio he flipped one wide, 
uh, the keeper pushed it wide with his feet from an early shot. Um, for me, and, and that's why I'd, I sort of took Stelios a bit to task on it. That I just, I just didn't see it. I'd, I'd just see a game where, when you're away from home, especially a team like Leeds, because they will attack, attack, attack you. We soaked it up. We, we, you know, they had that goal. Their goal came from our mistake. I didn't think Suchek. I'm not, I'm not sure. I see Suchek tired. I think he, with the goal, he was in. He was caught between passing it back to I think Ogbonna or giving it to the keeper, and it was one of them where. He did neither. He left it well short. Um, but then we, we, we still had a chance to get back and defend it. Well, Su- Suchek dropped back in because Zoom would run forward, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, the thing about Suchek and Rice, what, what, what I see it is last season Suchek was getting forward more out of the pair of them. Rice was holding back further. Um, this season, it seems to be Rice is getting forward more. Yeah, but then Suchek understands he has to sit back more. But a lot of his goals, obviously, Suchek's goals comes from set pieces, and that's actually one of the things we've not really done this season. Um, the set piece goals, no. Um, but headers, what from headers? Yeah, from set I mean, pieces, I think we scored more goals from set pieces, like headed goals uh, from set pieces, than any other team last season. And yet, I think we're probably languishing down the bottom of that table. But we also could do with getting like a Ben Rama or somebody consistently taking free kicks and being the, you know, get on that trailing ground and after whatever and spend some time trying to score because we get some good opportunities and we very rarely test the keeper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got Creswell. Is 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 delivery funding up? I'd. I'd whether people keep stats like that. I don't know whether his, what his delivery stats are. He seems to, every other cross is really good and, and the uh, the next one will fly miles away from where he, he's sort of aiming it. Um, but I think the fact that we've had 19 crosses there, you can see the sort of game plan that we're, we're sort of trying to do away from home, especially under Moyes. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, another good game. Yeah, another good game, and and it it, it keeps. Uh, so we've we've only had the Man United defeat, one defeat. I, f- I don't. I don't know what. I've not even looked at the table. Where are we in the table? Oh, you see, I prepared for this. Yeah, it is September, mate. Don't yeah. The table. Well, I think we're seventh. Yeah, we're we're seventh. I mean, Brighton are six. They're 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 about to kick off in ten minutes. Just to show you how tight it is, if Brighton win, they go top. Yeah, madly. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be playing Crystal Palace. And so, then, was it yesterday, was the first time a team within a month or something had been top of the league, but got beaten by the team at the bottom of the league and got replaced in their position or something, where Arsenal and Tottenham, because Arsenal would, um, Tottenham were top of the league at one, at one point, yes. Arsenal were at the bottom with no points. That is correct, yeah. And so, then, Tottenham won their first three games, Arsenal lost their first three games, I believe. Yeah, and um, now obviously Arsenal are above Tottenham, Tottenham on goal difference, though I believe. Yeah, that's, that's just still funny. Whole, yeah, the whole North <laughs> London implosion is hilarious. Um, someone on Facebook did put a great stat up about if Brighton go top, that um, they'll be possibly one of the only teams to have ever been bottom of division the lowest division yeah. and then top 
but I, the, the, the great thing about thing about some of these Facebook um, football memory sites is that there's some people with like stories that will tell you that actually Carlisle have done it, uh, Swansea have done it, uh, Burnley. I, I don't know if Burnley have ever been top of the Premier League, but um, obviously Burnley were nearly relegated out of the league. Um, so there's, there's quite a list of teams that have possibly done it. Um, I was researching something the other day and madly, I think, um, outside of the Premier League, obviously there's now more clubs outside of the Premier League that have played in the Premier League than obviously in the Premier League. I think we're up to about 50 clubs now that have had Premier League football out of the 92 and I think there's six or there's five or six in the lowest league that have had Premier League football in 30 years including the team that was at the bottom Oldham cool yeah so you know it it shows you how the the, the swings of fortunes of football club actually nowadays seem more varied because I think back in the old days when we were kids and it was division three and four those clubs were definitely the ones that were all rooted and it was just a, uh, there weren't many that would work their way through the, the leagues were Wimbledon were the only team I can think that went from nothing to the to the first division I think they did it in 10 years yeah I remember the story right so that's the the, the game's done coming up then as we look forward um, we've got Rapid Vienna on Thursday. Now, the question I'll put to you is, uh, to you both is, is that considering our league position and, and where we are obviously with the Europe, is what game do you see as more important, the European game or the game against Brentford on Sunday? Jay? I Sorry. think it's Thursday. Thursday. The more important game. Because if we, if we win win that then we can sort of start introducing some A- minus team players <laughs> more into it yeah. and then push up the league a little bit more with the sort of League Cup going to coming as well not the breadth and it is an important game because it is yeah. um a tough game. I, I think, yeah, they're both going to be tough games, I think, but I think we've got enough to win the pair. Well, Rapid Vienna at the moment are languishing um, at the bottom of their table. Mm. Um, we do well against teams like that, though, don't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's hard because you don't know how to... I mean, how do you see it, John, in, in regards to... Um, how, how would you set it up in, in, well, in that regards? I... I I, I've got no doubt that he'd, he'd put in like a League Cup style team against Rapid Vienna. He might mix in. I, I can't see Antonio which might be playing. I don't think. And I mean, you might see a, a smattering more of who started at the weekend in there, but it won't be a great deal. I think it will be more like the League Cup side that we'll see again. Which I don't object to particularly, because the way they've played and the way we've uh, we've performed, 
I don't see any problem, especially if you're playing a team, like you say, who's, who's not known for being particularly strong or they are not having a good time of it at the moment. But I do feel he should do whatever he feels he can, mixing it about to try and win that game because it will set us right up. Like Jay was saying, it will set you up. You've got two wins in that group then. And then you can sort of relax a bit in that and concentrate on everything else. Mm, yeah, I I must admit it's one where I, I can see the benefits of of going all out for the win against Rapid to get the six points um, on the board. You know, Zagreb are going to be playing uh, Genk, and Genk obviously last minute win against Vienna. Um, but it, obviously we we probably could have them. You know, at the end of the day, if that's a draw. We put ourselves, you know, two points clear of Genk, but we'll be, you know, six points clear and five points clear of the other two, which realistically we want to finish in the top two. Um, second yeah. place goes into a, a playoff to progress into the next round where if you win the group, you get a couple of weeks off um, instead of the playoffs and then you go straight through into the knockout stages. So with, with that great first win, I can see we want to keep the momentum of Europe going. But then you look towards, and and ideally you would look at Brentford's game and think, oh, well, it's Brentford, blah, blah, blah. But when you look at the games Brentford have played, especially like their last game, they've got no fear. Yeah, they're that that (laughs) team, aren't they? They're that (laughs) team that gets promoted and just not sitting there scared. They're having a go at everyone and it pays off. You know, it's 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 almost like saying, you know, where people go, oh, the Man United game for West Ham, oh, it's a free hit, isn't it? So just yeah. go out there and see what you can do, and if you lose four nil, you lose four nil, but you might win it. And and generally, a lot of managers in the Premier League won't ever play that way because they're too scared of getting beat four nil that they're too scared to go and try and win the game. So they try and nullify the Man Cities and 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 the Liverpools and whatever by playing stifling tactics where Brentford have sort of turned up and think well we're new here we're going to have a bit of fun and uh, you know and they've got uh, they've got some good good quality they've got especially out front you know and they can hurt you well when, when you look at um, Brentford and look at the quality that they've got and the, and the goals and that they are scoring goals and you think back in the in last season, they sold their two best players up front, Ollie Watkins and Ben Rama. Yeah. Um, and then still got promoted and are still playing the way they are. It, they're, they're obviously doing something right over in, in West London. And yeah. I'm probably and I'm really looking forward to the game, uh, to, to both games. Um, if I was Moyes personally. I would like to. I would probably pay my A team against Vienna, and then make four or five changes for the Brentford game. And hope we've still got um, we've still got enough to do. Um, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see a Rice or a Suchek on against Vienna. I think them. What either one or or, or neither. I don't think we'll see neither. I don't think we see neither of those. Them, sort of him, them two, and and Antonio. I don't think we'll see them. So, what are you thinking in the middle? Would you have Noble 
um, Lanzini. And Lanzini. I would think Lanzini and Kroll. Yeah. Because Lanzini's got that attacking eye. He's got a good pass. If he's sitting there playing like that role where he's sort of holding in midfield and sweeping up a bit, he seems to be able to spray the ball about a bit. Hmm. So, yeah, that's what I think we'll see. Right, while we're here, and since it's current, why don't we do the predictions then? So, uh, John, go uh, prediction for Thursday night. Uh, well, given the fact that you've t- you've, I didn't realise that they were languishing at the bottom of their league. Yes. So I, I'm, that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable, and I think we we're probably doing two nil. Jay. Yeah, two nil. Two nil. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'm. Hmm. I'd, I'd be. I'd, I can see us getting two or three all day long, and then we move on, Jade, into Brentford on Sunday at home. Three two. Three two goals galore. Goals are fun, Nigel. They are goals are fun. Yes. <laughs> well, look, are we having fun or not? Oh, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, much more fun if you stop calling me my fucking name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lane, sorry, <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out. People won't notice. <laughs> People will be going, Who's that geezer? Who's the fourth I guy? can't wait till that Len comes back. I've had enough of that, Jay. Yeah, he's a pain <laughs> in the ass. He is. Oh. He's no fun at all. Uh, dear, oh dear. Consequently, old, um, I didn't know that um, David Moyes went to school with Midjour. Both Scottish. I, I didn't know he invited him to the Vienna game. He said, "No, nah, this means nothing to me." Oh, oh. oh Vienna! Oh. <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Vienna! <laughs> oh, you drew me in. I was just going to go. Oh, well, yeah. Adam Brazil went to school boom, with boom. Simple Minds. So yeah, I, I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah but then uh, I can't wait for that Lent to come back. Yeah, yeah dear, much dear. better. Yeah, these jokes are funnier. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, Brentford, yeah, goals fests. Uh, I'll, I'll go for three one then. So two two one for me. Two one for you. So yeah. we'll leave Sean with one nil, one nil. One nil, one nil. Um, he's in the Cotswolds, people. Um, looking for a, looking for a new sex pond. Yes, yes, probably. Um, I don't know if there's any dogging involved while he's away, but uh, he, he's probably up to all types of shenanigans. Um, looking at planes and stuff like that, fantastic. Um, right, I've got a, a, a question or a theory for you before we quickly go to question time. Is I've been looking at um, we, if we look at Antonio, Antonio's thirty-one, and he's yep. in the form of his life. And if you look at his um, his history, how he came through football, he's come through non-league. So it's quite a leap that he's done. Um, the next best English goal scorer in the league currently is Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy, who came through non-league, entered league football late, and um, obviously has developed. But he's he's two or three years older than Antonio, and he's he's, he's still scoring goals. Uh, I'm not sure he's at the peak of his career. But his 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 peak has been uh, uh, he's been a top marksman, roughly since they've come into the Premier League, and he Vardy. Yeah. Does that 
does that the fact that they both come they're two of the most outstanding players currently scoring goals in the Premier League does that shine a light on the academy systems of Premier League clubs because when you look when you go through the goal scoring lists there's not many um, and it's, it's muddied by obviously foreign player influx but do you think there's a light to be shone on academies in the fact is that some of the best players now have actually didn't go through youth academies but went through non-league football uh, possibly I mean there's the, what, what is quite surprising is the, the lack of striking options coming out of academies you know, there doesn't seem to be yeah. a lot of young good strikers coming through does there no so I don't know what that tells you but and I mean when you when you type, put it like that when you say the English strikers when you've got Antonio and Vardy who are both players that have been alienated by this current England management team which is another thing to the point that Antonio is now going to go and play for Jamaica and Vardy won't play for Southgate. So, yeah, I mean, it possibly could be a case that they've been they've been dropped, been hurt and come back stronger and harder. And they must have had some touch or connection with some scouting and academies in the past or they have not had nothing. That what you're saying? Well, I'd, I must admit, I've not looked that far in depth. I think Antonio may have been around Crystal Palace before he let go, but he was like 17, 18, playing for Dulwich Hamlet, I believe. Yeah. Um, no, Tooting and Mitchum, wasn't it? I think mm. is, is is the club that he was he was at. Um, obviously, Vardy, I'm not sure about his, his young career. If he was, he's from Sheffield, isn't he? Um, is he not from uh, I think a, he is, yeah. a, around now? He's a, with he's a Wednesday fan, isn't he? But um, I know he came through, um, he was at Fleetwood, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. When they were a non-league team. Yeah. He come through. The, the, the reason why I was, it was just something that, that, that I was thinking that there's there's a lot of been quite a few decent players that have not gone through the academy. And have, sometimes I've always worried whether with academy football is that we over-train them and over-play them. So academy players, young English players, play too much football. And the fact that non-league, they're, not, they're having to live their day-to-day life and then play football. So actually, is, you know, when you look at them, Antonio's 31, Vardy's 33, 34. Well, you, you look at players that have come through academies and are they still going at that age to the level that they're playing? Uh, but when I looked at the top goal scoring charts in the Premier League, I think the best English striker that went through a, an academy system, um, I'm not sure it's a Premier League though, is the um, Lewin at um, Everton, Calvert Lewin. What about Harry Kane? Well, he's only got one goal this season, hasn't he? Oh, okay. This but, season. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying with Harry Kane. He, he went through, but if you if you look at the England team. And then, you know, if you take Harry Kane out of it, um, who's the next English striker? You got Calvert Lewin. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, but look at Kane now. I don't know if he's if he's run out of uff and puff now because of all the 
the shenanigans going on about don't, he, he, he's at the club he's took his pay rise but he don't want to be there we shouldn't have took the pay rise then for me but that's I don't I don't know what he actually finally did did he sign a new contract yeah. to get a pay rise yeah I believe he did I don't know I didn't I, he looks to me like someone who you know feels like he's wants to be somewhere else and thought he was going to be somewhere else and I would imagine no matter how much you try and get yourself out of that kind of funk mm. if you really did want to be somewhere else and you know that your time's ticking away it's going to be hard to you know pick that up you know that mindset back up yeah well it was just something that thought it's something perhaps I'd have a look at it but if you think back to some of our best players you know I'm looking at a picture Jay of yours of Dev you know, he was a bloke that that played non-league football, mm. went straight into West Ham top flight. But he played on, even with the bad injuries he had. You know, he did. What did he do with West Ham? Thirteen years. Mm, yeah. And then maybe more. Was yeah, I think he did. Minute. Yeah, thirteen, fourteen years before he went to Watford for his final. Six to ninety-one. So, so more than that, really. Um. It just, it just, and even though there weren't the academy things back then, but it, there's enough players now you can see that have, have not done the academy stuff, never been overplayed, and so. Um, they, well, is 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 it the, is it the, not getting there or being dropped early or, and it's the mindset and the hunger. It could be. It, it, I mean, some would say that. the first strikers concerned some would say that it can't be taught mm. the more natural striker you are the better I think he was Ian Wright probably said that but um, there was another you've just mentioned another one Ian Wright mm. you know never went through the the, 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 the it was he was I think he was Dully Jamley Frankie Mack he, he didn't yeah came through, through the hard way he didn't yeah yeah come through digging roads yeah and he, he he was in in what they call junior Scot- football in scotland I, th- I think he was 21 22 when he when he got picked up by st mirren i think so yeah it's a story yeah um so you know it just it's just something perhaps i'll have to research it a bit more and have a look to see it just seems like something in football in general but watching antonio play and how much better there was a stat thrown out today that in the last um, 37 games he's got 25 goals or something like that Um, I've not verified it but if that is true bearing in mind that's nearly 50% of the Premier League goals he's got for West Ham that, that have come in under Moyes tenureship in the last year when you think back to he's been at the club what six years now it just shows you yeah. the change in the player isn't it no it's just it's, it's incredible it is incredible because he, he played up front I think under Billich when we first moved into the stadium he had five or six games up front and it didn't work for him right I mean, I just, I mean people around me at work and things just why can't why is he not going to go and play for England anymore why you know that sort of stuff mm. too late now isn't it yeah yeah. But, but could you imagine can you just imagine that in that, that final against Italy you know last half hour bring Antonio on mm. you know he's, he's so short sighted that set up it drives me nuts 
but that for me quickly stems from a manager who knows the way he wants to play and he don't want to deviate from it. Yeah. In a way, Moyes like Moyes has now got a way of playing and the reason why we never brought in another striker because he didn't want to deviate from the way he was playing and he felt he might have to if he brought a different striker in. But is you, from a Southgate point of view do you think it's age an age thing? Because South um, Farley basically just didn't get a look in all the time he was in in the squad because Kane was the starter, starter, starter. Yeah, it, I mean, Vardy, I think he, he, I think his goal-scoring record was pretty decent for England, but he just, you know, keep coming off the bench, keep, you know, never got a proper starting run out and whatever. And I think he realised that if he wanted to keep playing, he, he's still banging in the goals for Leicester now. Um perhaps because he gave up playing international football. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, maybe. But it just shows you the the way that Southgate thinks is, you know, when you do get to a final and he doesn't take Kane off at all, he pretty much didn't take him off at all ever, did he? No. So, you know, any backup striker, I don't think, did Calvert-Lewin get a game? I can't remember. You know, it was not really, you know, if you're second behind Kane in Southgate's team, it's pretty pointless, isn't it? Yeah, right, OK. All right, well, we're going to move on now. So now it's time for this. Yes, Facebook, Twitter question time. There's a pause and it's quiet, people. It's because I'm hoping George has slotted in the music. But if not, tough. Uh, so basically, one hour ago, I asked, or I didn't ask a question, I just said because I've been busy today. Question time is open. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I put. So you'll be pleased, John. Only 19. Okay. Uh, Nicholas uh, Harvey. I'm seeing 27. Oh, are you? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, Mind you, there could be comments of the questions. All right. Well, let's, let, let me see. I what might I've be got. wrong. You're in charge, as uh, Brucey Philsoth used to say. That's one for the teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring them along with us. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I've got to do it on my phone. Can't do it on my laptop. It's not coming up. Right, so we go. First up, Nicholas Harvey. Brady out, straight in. Brady out. Uh, evening, gentlemen, and bye-bye, uh, pie, he says. Um, yeah, tell her. Yeah, as if we thought they were ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in it, the end, there was nothing. They didn't even. They barely made the statement. They barely said nothing. Yeah. It, it, well, it's you know, <laughs> we might cover it later. Um, it. I, I think it summed them up in a way. I and uh, actually, I, I I did feel sorry. I do feel sorry. I don't know if I should for Tony Gotti. Um, whether he walked into it with his eyes shut or not, I don't know. But I think it just. Um, you know, he gets in to try and sort of, you know, be the, a more acceptable face, and they literally wow. pull the plug on it. Um, and I'm sure Sean will fill us in next week with who says what or oh, what he's been with, told. He's been with said great what. glee yeah. and a pleasure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll leave it to next week. So anyway, uh, Nicholas goes on to say after two victories in a week, he's guessing the boochies will be back. So I better be brief. <laughs> <laughs> the victory versus Manure showed the depth we we 
have um, in the squad. It's good to see Noble give Lingard a telling off for acting like Ronaldo. And Diop starting to once again look like the player we thought he was. Didn't really mention Diop, did we? Uh, really enjoyable game against Leeds. The belief in the team now shows it's so pleasing. Onwards and upwards for the Moyes, Claret and Blue Army. He has got a question. He says, uh, I don't know if we really covered it. We sort of did, but we can go for yes or no answers. Is it time to give Sue check a rest? The guy looks jiggered. Jiggered. And he's finished with a hashtag. I still don't understand what Yarmolenko does. No, me neither. Yeah. Where's um, the boxing matches? Uh, does Suchek look jiggered? Is jiggered? I don't think he is jiggered. I don't think so. I think it's because he's made such an impressive start. I mean, he's still. I mean, you saw by Saturday, he still put one in the net, didn't he? Or was it Sunday? Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, um. He's still buried one in the net, and that was disallowed. He's not... I mean, he's still hitting the target. He's still getting up there. That's what you want for players. He's still winning hiding. headers. Yeah. Mm. I think you'll find it was just it would just come back round. It's just a little bit of, little bit of form. I think his, his form will dictate if he doesn't play. Yeah. I don't think his form is bad enough to not play. He's part of a unit too. Yeah. And oh. he seems to be playing a bit deeper and Declan seems to be getting forward a little bit more. He's still smiling. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone. Everything's groovy. You know, as long as we're winning. I, I think when teams are winning, I think players want to play every game. Yeah, exactly. And, and because at the end of the day, the more they play, the less they train. I and think that's the best, best idea, isn't it? Isn't it? I think they, they, they enjoy it more. Next up, top fan, it says here. Uh, it's Palumi Ogaluna. Hello, Palumi. Hello, Palumi. Uh, our favourite Canadian who's uh, over in Blighty. Hello, hello, he says. He didn't get to watch the men's game, uh, but he did go to the women's 4-0 win. As that stadium is close to me. Well, Palumi, if that stadium's close to you, it's you're close to me. Because we they're playing Dagenham, and that's only 15 minutes from where I live. He's then put, what is the best pub to catch a West Ham game? Well, generally, the one that's showing it near you, I would imagine, Palumi. But is he saying that's the best club to watch a West Ham game that shouldn't be on? A West Ham game? I don't know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hmm. Um, I mean, we, we play at Dagenham, don't we? The West Ham ladies have moved back to Dagenham. Um, oh. So I don't really know pubs in Dagenham. Uh anymore a lot of them are shut down but uh, maybe some of maybe some of our listeners could post something yes. somewhere yeah. perhaps if we can all let Palumi know next week where the best place to, to watch it is either Barking Dagenham or Raynham because I'm guessing that's where he is uh, and, he, and he says uh, Philippe is looking good at Lazio Brady out did anyone see Brady, the goal yeah. he scored? No. no, I don't give a monkey's about him. No, no, he did get a good goal, but you don't I give must a shit admit. about me and John. Fuck uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a bit harsh. You, you don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah, and and after hearing this next week, uh, uh, and uh, we, we will hear, <laughs> we will hear from uh, Philippe eh, as he goes. I didn't like the way you drew me. Anyway. Uh, oh well. Evening all says Nick Killington. I didn't uh, draw him actually. Did you not? Didn't even fucking bother. Did no. you not waste the ink on no, him? No, all the pixels. I yeah. thought it was so many times. I thought it was going. I didn't even bother. Yes, I could have just yeah. No, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, move on. That's all right. Next I won't up, say it. it's Nick Killing and along with his ga- brother Gary uh, are, are running the Claret and Booze uh, Facebook group, and they are now officially the Ronnie and Reggie of West Ham Facebook. Uh, will be pleased. Well, nice. uh, well, the one that's Reggie will be pleased. I'm not sure the one that's I deem was Ronnie, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, will be uh, <laughs> will be as pleased. But hey, whatever floats your boat, Nick. Well, uh, I heard Reggie put it in anything as well. But well, yeah, well. I've heard that story. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Uh, the first question... I'd like to disassociate myself from any of those things. <laughs> I suppose whatever one's the younger. I must admit, Nick does look younger than Gary. Um, but I'd, 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 for whatever reason. Uh, well, uh, he says, my first question for the show is put second, because I didn't read out last week's one. Well, that's because, Nick, I did check. You did it after I'd shut, shut the, 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 you know, the thread, basically. So, as I said to you, you know, tough shit. Uh He's then says, why do you feel that Suchek has been quiet this season? Is it fatigue? We're asking a question we've just covered. Or is he struggling playing a more defensive role now that Rice is being allowed to join the attacks? I don't think he's struggling. I just think he's playing well, but when he has to sit deep, he's not getting forward to, to score as many goals. Nick carries on. He sprang the life in the second half against Leeds when Moore shifted the axis and got Rice to shield and allowed Suchek more freedom to attack. His issue is he thinks Rice offers more in an attacking sense than Suchek does, but Rice is also the better central defensive midfielder. Uh, Would be good if they could share defensive and attacking responsibility. One goes, one stays, but it looks like there may be a mini struggle developed between 
between both players to take out the attacking role, but he does finish with a Brady out. Brady out. Uh, so, quickly, Nick, I think you're reading too much into that, to be honest. Um, I think they can probably work it out themselves on the pitch. I think they do need to change somewhat already. Yeah. Maybe we're over-analysing. Maybe it's as fans. Maybe our... Almost like we've been spoiled with good football. Do you not read Claret and Booze, Len? You are, aren't you? No, yeah. No. That's one of my favourite groups, yeah. And there you go. I mean, over-analysing is an understatement. Yeah. Um, but it is good fun on there. I, will, I do enjoy it. And you know that, Nick. I do enjoy it. Um... Next up, Michael Levy Jr., the soul singing superstar of Tenerife. The award-winning soul singing superstar, I should say. And watch out for Volcanoes, uh, Mike. Because I've heard it's getting a bit iffy out there, isn't it? Um, high all, he says. High. Uh, high. Uh, not very Canyon-Tanish, Mike. Can I say that? We don't say that. High all. Uh, how strong an 11 would you play against Vienna? Funny enough, we've covered that, Mike. I hope you heard. Same a team minus. as the first game. A minus, yes. We, we should actually work out what a, what an A minus or a B plus team is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. What players make it the minus or the B plus? Uh, I we think know that. Kroll, Lanzini, maybe a bit harsh. Diop, Dawson. Um, he played well, didn't he? He did Dawson. play well. He did yeah. play well. Um he he wants it. He wants us to play as strong as possible against Vienna. Get points on the ball. Take the pressure off later. He hopes we're all well from sunny Tenerife. The beers are waiting if we need an holiday. And in the brackets, he says Sean won't need one because he's on holiday three weeks per month anyway. Yeah, he's okay. He's You've away spotted again. that, Mike? Have you? Yeah. Uh, next up is Paul Turton. Uh, says, evening all, this West Ham team definitely is something others haven't. What do you think is the reason for the great team spirit? To turn Saturday's game around was one of the many examples. Team spirit. Can you smell it? Hey, I would put it down to the coaching team. Yeah. So would I. The coaching team. That's, that's yep. a good. That's uh, uh, a good point. A, we don't really consider in it. Um, no, you look at it. You have got Nolan, Pierce. I mean, these are good people to have around you. Yeah. I must admit, I, I feel I owe uh, Nolan an apology. All right. Never liked him. Oh. And the reason for that was because Sam Allardyce brought him, made him captain. And he was like son of Sam to me. Um, and I feel bad because when he scored his first goal for West Ham, I didn't even jump up and cheer. No, I just. Which is actually, that is probably one of the shameful things that I think I've done to not celebrate a West Ham goal because um, Kevin Nolan scored it. But I, I think um, since then, I think he's shown a lot of love for the club. And I think it was after he left. He, he left in the right way. I think he realised he weren't up to it. And um, he, he left in the right way and let Noble be the captain. Because I, I think he did play a couple of games at the start of the 2015-16 season. 
but then moved on, but all only ever said good things about the club. Yeah, um, he's, uh, he's, he's and since coming back, professional, wasn't he? Yeah, and since coming back, um, uh, I just I think you're right. I think the whole not just Moyes, but the, like Stuart Pearce. Um, I feel bad. I don't know who the other bloke is. And one who goes who's gone to England as well. He's yeah. now become an England coach. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Alan Irving's gone, isn't he? No, he's still there, but I think he's doing more sort of backgrounds. All um, oh, right. Special, you know, whether he's like a scout in the away teams or like assessing our opponents, I think they call it. There just seems to be a lot of smiling and whatever going on. You see him when they come and get him warming up and get him ready, and Nolan's getting involved and Pearson. It just, it just all looks, yeah, I think it's a lot to do with them guys. All right. Um, next up is top fan. It's Dodsey. All right, my handsomes. Hello, How's Dodsey. you doing? So Dodsey, you may not know, we've appointed him. Well, I have sort of. You can forgive me. He's he's now going to be our away fan representative. He's everywhere. At the end Dodsey. of the day, Dodsey goes every bloody game, and there's a great time when he goes. So he's going to give us reports. So I'm going to whiz through. So this is the first of our roving reporter, Richard Dodsey. Dodsey on the road, as we'll call it. Uh, so he goes... So the, a str- we need a new theme tune for that. Yeah, we'll we? have to get a Dodsey on the road theme tune, isn't it? It's like Smiley Miley on the old Radio 1 road shows, do you remember? Yeah. Uh, here we go. So Man United was a straightforward journey up to Manchester. Saw us park in Salford Keys, that's good to know, and walk over from a different direction. Not your normal Man United fans felt like it was people who don't normally attend. Obviously, it would have been a cup game, so perhaps it was like kids for a quid, who knows. Uh, he, he put a great bit of ingenuity spotted by the Welsh wizard where there was some dodgy mank had ripped up a fence into wasteland, put two planks of wood from the pavement to the road and was chunning, charging money to park. There you go. I, I, I would never object to people doing that as long as I ain't got to pay. Once right. in the ground, I think that's quite clever. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, once in the ground, three pound a pint went down well, and then joining the seven and a half thousand travelling fans, we knew this was. Go- I think you 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 overcooked that there, Dodds, because obviously West Ham, I got told, only took the three thousand tickets. Um, he said we, it was going to be a special evening. The fans were very quiet. Their fans were quiet, whereas we were loud, spurred on by another good performance by the B team, he calls it. Uh, we sang songs about four nails and Cristiano is a sex offender. David Moyes is Carrot and Blue Army. And this is definitely going to be sung very loud now by the away fans. We just need the home fans to catch up with that, actually. Travelling home from up north in the evenings is difficult. M6, three lanes to one lane to two lane to three lanes, massive traffic jams, and most of London South West based fans not getting home till 3.30 in the morning. Right, update on Zagreb. Five people that were arrested, three have come home accepting the fines. Two are about to plead guilty, even though claiming they've been misrepresented. But if, and this is the thing, if they don't plead guilty, they would be there for six months to a year waiting for trial. With the possibility that they could be found guilty. Not exactly the ideal way to spend a European trip and maybe a heads up for people going to Belgium or Vienna. 
When the three arrive home and the other two, they can expect to knock on the door from PC Plod and be served a three-year banning order. Now, if you get a banning order and you want to know, or if you're worried about a banning order and you want to know anything about it, contact me. I can fill you in. Uh, on to Leeds United. Oh, what a day. He says, West Ham at the moment feel like a set of stairs. We just seem to keep climbing, climbing, and then getting better and better. The journey up to the east side of the country, Leeds sort of the middle, mate, was a lot easier than west side of the UK, and we were parked up in McDonald's. It went in McDonald's, well, obviously you would go into McDonald's, Dodsey. We would turn the drive-through into a walk-through, which was ingenious and made it so much easier and quicker. Had a few beers in the pub. 3,000 West Ham fans didn't stop singing. It was intense with a lot of suggestions of Jimmy Savile being one of their own and David Moyes being... And they replied that David Moyes was a paedophile. Old school antics from Leeds fans taunting us every opportunity and screaming, Leeds, 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 and we are marching on together. But they shut right up when the West Ham fans, about 40 or 50 of them, invaded the pitch when Antonio scored his goal. Again, lesson learned as four were arrested and they will be getting banning orders, people. Uh, now, it goes after the game. It got a bit naughty and led to about 60 police and horses rushing up to the McDonald's and breaking up a fight between West Ham and Leeds fans. Luckily, we weren't wearing colours, so they just ran past as the Leeds fans. There you go. <laughs> Uh, how was Declan Rice on the telly at 9.30 at night being interviewed at the Joshua fight? How the hell did he get back from Leeds in that time with upsetting Greta Thurbag? Well, the truth is they would have flown back. Dots. I had a chopper. Oh, oh, they shouldn't do that. I'll tell you. They should not do that. Uh, he's put, massive thank you to Canning Town, Len. That's you, Len. That's me. Uh, for putting his customers at the heart of everything he does and offering solutions with the shiny, which I'm sure he'll explain on the podcast again. Brady out. Brady out. Yeah. Um, I contact. Look, I, I imagine someone else is going to ask. Going back to last week, I did make a prediction that the club would just totally ignore the fact that they've already said they were going to give you a permanent code hmm. and keep as it is it is because they are cowards and they are ignorant arseholes which is what they do just so they don't have to do anything uh, so I didn't really want to treat my customers like that so everyone who ordered the pre-ordered the shiny I gave them a list of options including a, a, a refund if they didn't want to wait but I haven't no one's asked a refund yet and everyone's prepared to to wait it out and put pressure on the club, which I did find funny. Um, so, I mean, quickly, the big test for me will be the three home games in six days. Cause well, it's technically, three different QR codes yeah. and all that shit. And secondly, I didn't bring it up because I think it'll be better that we bring it up when Sean's here. Yeah. Um, realistically, yeah. so we can sort of. It could still happen. Yeah. I can't predict that it don't and then not but offer it, solutions to my customers. And they can upgrade it to a bigger one for display or there's plenty. And to be honest, as, as Nigel knows, the original intention of the shiny wasn't actually to be a no to be a, a season ticket replacement. It just carried a code that consequently um, 
the club said they were going to use as well. But this isn't the first um, project I've worked on that I've took a fact what they have told to their supporters groups. And it's turned out to be a, a lie. Hmm. The last one was everybody's second team when they said they were going to do a uh, 40th anniversary celebration. And when I saw what they planned to do, I knew that they'd need to buy archive to do it. And I knew that they wouldn't buy it. And I knew if they were going to buy it, the wheels would need to be put in motion already. And the idea was that they could have the film and share the archive. But guess what? Their, um, their tactic in this was just to ignore me, which is what they're doing again with the code people. So I suppose the lesson could be don't believe anything they say to the supporters groups. And um, well, it, well, don't I believe d- a lot what I they mean, say. I mean, I've not seen it a lot from the supporters groups, I must admit, on this matter. It's like it's just washed over. Yeah. So, well, but it's the OSB and whatever they're calling it now, but they're just, they're just yeah. using them to. It's tick They're just lying to them. Yeah. That's what they do. And we know that. Yeah. And uh, we could have a podcast went hours and hours after the you know the things that they've said that we they do don't we through. yeah we do yeah yeah but um I, and the thing is i don't actually put this down to golden sullivan their old member they don't really give a monkey's how we get in the ground really they, they they're happy to give us the card i think but this is brady and her cronies even now if you're listening arseholes as you were nigel all right. <laughs> Cheers for that. That's all right. Uh, next up is Paul Oakley, who says, I'd like my last week's question answered, please. Um, but he's not put it here, Paul, have you? He says, tell Sean he needs to allocate the correct amount of time and stop banging on about phantom takeovers. He said, he wants to give us context of how much of an original blighty I am. My old man was born near the ground at 29 Florence Road. Proper. Proper from the town. Next up is old Ziggy Stardust. It's Davy Jones. Evening always says the West End gravy train keeps on rolling. And the one thing that sticks out for me is the unity and team spirit within the squad, which is something that's been lacking in previous years. He's got a question. If David Moyes has been kept for the first time round and given the budget of Pellegrini, where do you think we'd be now? Worse, better, or the same? I'm glad you put that. Worse, better, or the same? Because we can answer it quickly. Brady out. Brady out. Worse, better, or the same? Moyes with Pellegrini's money. And not Pellegrini's buys. Good question, isn't it? Mm, that is uh, Slightly to, better. According to Sean, he's such a diverer, it'd probably be the same. Mm. But the same's not a bad place, actually. No, it's great. No, it's not. Ever so slightly better. That, do you know what? You could be ever so slightly better and not be anywhere higher in the league. Mm. So, um, good question, though. I, I'm going to go for slightly better. Mm. I, I think he, he's another one who's come back this time a bit more determined. A bit, he, he's he's pretty much undroppable or un, unsackable or whatever you want to say about him. Mm. And is that because he's got because he didn't get held on last time and he came back for fire in his belly and a point of proof? Yeah, 
So he might be a different animal now than he was then. Like, I mean, when you think the average lifespan of a Premier League manager, specifically a West Ham Premier League manager, is about three years. Um, I mean, in the Premier League, in, in the Premier League era, how many managers have we had? Blimey. I think we've had about 12 or 13. Um, so that is about one every three years, isn't it? So it'd be about getting sacked by now. Yep, unsackable. Mm. Right, Richard House says, Evening chaps, a great week for the Amers since the last pod. He's got a terrible memory. He was trying to think of the other last-minute winners we've had over the years. He's got Marlon versus Arsenal, but I'm not sure if it was 90th minute. I'm sure Nigel can furnish us. Roll on Thursday for Europa night under lights. Last minute winner, um, Dimitri Payet away at Everton when we were 2 0 down and 1 3 2. Yeah. Was it him who scored the winner? Was it him that scored the winner? Who scored the winner that day? Perhaps I'm not sure it was him. I'll look it up while you keep Look talking. it up. But, uh, yeah, it was um, when we come back. Or, or was it? Uh, I know we, we saved the penalty. We were about to go 3 0 down. Yes. Yeah. Didn't Lukaku miss that penalty? It was when Lukaku was at Everton, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, have a look. Uh, Steve, I'm doing it right now. Thank you very much. Steve Prosho says, Evening, chaps. Uh, as we are no longer a member of the EU, does this, does this mean we can have beers in the ground for a Europa game on Thursday? No, because it's UEFA ruling, Steve. Sorry. Uh, that is a good point as well, people. I think there will be no alcohol inside the ground. So don't be thinking you'll get in the ground early and have a beer, because I don't think there'll be any beer. No, UEFA Cup. It was yeah. quiet. You're right. It was, yep. There you go. Uh, keep up the good work. Steve Prosho. Thanks a lot, Steve. Lee Pevers. Welcome, Lee. Any likely striker targets in January window? Well, Lee, you're going to have to come back next week because transfer update will be uh, is Sean's thing because, frankly, I'm not one to search about like that. Uh, how many goals do we think Antonio will get? Uh, Shearer thinks he'll smash it can we get top six by doing well in Europe a few questions here uh, Len how many goals do you think Antonio will get end of season he's on five 19 19, Ooh, 19. Hang, on, well, hang on Premier League goals or Premier League goals let's do 19, Premier League yeah. 19 right uh, you still there John yep Right, can we doing get well, the, John? Can we? Yeah, thank you very much uh, <laughs> sticking with it can we get top six whilst doing well in Europe I suspect not. Oh, right. There you go. No. Right. I think it's all going to be too much for our squad. You think it will catch up? I think it will catch up. Will it be like the old West Ham where we come down with the Christmas decorations? Well, possibly. I think you might find uh, when Antonio gets his inevitable injury, mm. we drop off a bit. I mean, I wouldn't mind that because, I, I mean, in the old days, we, you know, we used to always suffer badly like January, February, March. But but recently, West Ham's been so poor, we weren't even up there, in, you know, in, de- in December or November to actually come down with the Christmas decorations. We were yeah, already down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think we're going to worry about being relegated. No, no, I hope not. Blimey. Uh, next up, it's Wookies. It's Alan Woody Woodass. Is it time to give GSB a break, he says? Mm, I don't know. Well, you know, 
compound fracture would be just as good. Yeah, we're in the top half in <laughs> Europe with a young, enthusiastic squad playing attractive football and performing well in the transfer market. Wow, I'm not sure this is the show to answer that question, really, because it might drag the life out of us. Is it time to give them a break? Um, I, I've moved into the... I'm indifferent about them now. Mm. Um, I'd still sack Brady all day long. I think, And actually, I think if you got rid of Brady and brought someone better in that would mend the relationship with the fans, then they might find themselves even more popular, if that's possible. I'm not sure. Next up, Adam Cole. He says, love the show. He's waiting for a digital season ticket so he can get a shiny. But they keep sending the individuals. Mm-hmm. He then carries on. He thought it was only for the first three games that they've obviously changed their minds. Any news on this, chaps? Yeah, they're arseholes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah. I think, uh, uh, I mean, the fact that they've actually put out statements saying that you can have a season ticket card if you want your photo, like a photo ID card, and they're actually not even doing that now, um, just shows you what type of arseholes that they are. Yeah. I Perhaps, mean, they've, they've, they've told Sean that, oh, we'll, we'll give, we'll, we'll tell the fans when there's news. Yeah. But there's no news if you don't do anything. No. They're crafty fuckers. Yeah. I went all through this with the, everybody's second team you know bollocks to them yeah but well what it is for me as well is perhaps the, the because she turned up when Sean was at the turnstile and he walked in no problem and yeah. wrote the arse looking story did he? No, he didn't fucking help. you know and, and obviously she weren't back there just before kick off when the queues were off a mile long yeah Um. you know Mm. It just and goes he, he to show. He doesn't think it's a propaganda machine. No, he don't. Well done, Sean. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it's your fault, Sean. Actually, I blame you for this mess. Partially. Well, all right, partially. Um, he says, uh, Eve. He, Never he said, liked him. Oh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Get that Jay into <laughs> replace him. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring him back. Uh, Adam says this is his first season ticket. Now the dustbin lids are grown up, I treat myself, and typically I don't even get a plastic card for a keepsake. Anyway, no. Brady, yeah. Do you know Brady, what? And yeah. that is the one thing I yeah. would sit down with them and say they don't realise. You know, I could pull my tin out her, with all my cards and everything, what this thing means to me. Yeah. And I've told her. You don't I've get, told her, what's her name? Nicola oh, Key. Dimples. Yeah. No, the other one. The other clone. Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Told Coven- her the Coventry fan ignorance mm. got back nothing. Always yeah. get ignorance back from her. Yeah, well there you go. Nick Dutton, would you say Antonio is officially a better striker than Harry Kane? Uh, oh, at the moment, at yeah. the moment he officially is. Yes, yes, I would say that. Thanks, Nick. Barry Carcass. Uh, we're going to pick the bones over this one. Uh, I like the season barometer that you shared, Nigel. Thumbs up, he says. I will say, that's not my barometer. It's it's done by a listener who naturally I would name, but he don't want to be named. So, we will keep his name out of it. Until one week, I think, oh, well, I'll just name him. Uh, we need to win our next three games. This is a quick point. We need to win our next three games to actually stay on track on the barometer. I did notice this. So, uh, John, next three games, will we win all three? And I'll tell you what they are. Brentford at home. Yes. Everton away. Tottenham at home. 
That's the Ooh. next three league games. Uh, I suspect we won't win all three of those. Right. Len? No, I don't think we'll no. win all three. All right. I think we will. There you go. Good man. Hey, there you go. go on, keeps the barometer. And that just keeps the barometer where we are at the plus three level. That's how good last season was. Did we beat Everton at their place One last nil. year? Yeah. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Did they yeah. beat him at the beat as though, didn't they? Was that season before? I think that was season before, wasn't it? They beat us. You remember they beat us in the cup game, 4-1. Calvert-Lewin got that trick, didn't he? Yeah, they tore us They apart. beat us 1-0, though, but mm. last year's difficult because we had two seasons last year, didn't we? Yes, yeah. Oh, well, so, I'm never really confident in predicting Vickers ever. No, I'm mm. nearly 50 years old. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times right, they've done over. Oh, well, I'm not the kid of the three of us. Dear. God, I don't feel it. Yeah, you like the under fives. Um, <laughs> I'm the youth team <laughs> yeah you're the youth movement <laughs> oh, uh, Paul Smith says evening lads I've got my digital ticket for Brentford and he's confused what happened uh, to the one QR yeah. code for the rest of the season yeah well Paul yeah. you've heard our rants don't worry arseholes arseholes exactly uh, Matty Kemp uh, the Spandau Ballet's uh, lesser uh, roadie as we call him well not lesser that's a bit harsh uh, he is the roadie, though. Evening, gents. He went, this is gold. Gold. There you go. Uh he's like in, that, sorry. Yeah. I'm enjoying the football and this winning feeling. He's, he's got a nagging worry, though. Uh, he's Declan Rice. He then says, Sean, you say his agent has, hasn't responded to any offers made. That means he ain't going to sign a new contract. Uh, a shame, yet I suspect we'll cash out next summer. Right. We'll, this time next year... And so, yes or no answer. This time next year, Declan Rice in a West Ham shirt. No. Nah. Right, I'll go yes. Here you go. See, this is this is like a totally different me. This is like a cleansing. You know, I've been through therapy and come out the other side. My name's Nigel and I'm a West Ham-aholic. Oh, Ethan Jobson. All right, fellas, he says, Brady out. Brady out. What a good comeback that was. He said, I saw on a post on one of the Facebook groups that West Ham are £150 million in debt. Wasn't sure if it was a, the loan from Dell. Does Sean know the breakdown and if it's going to affect transfers in January as we need a backup striker now? Though we've got plenty in depth in every other position. He loves the pod in the Amazon. Ethan, come back next week and we'll have an answer for you, basically. Um... I'd see that quickly, the 150 million bit in debt. I didn't see a story linked to it. I don't know. Apparently, it was linked to what something Sullivan has said. Um, and I, I didn't have time to trawl through, like, Clarion Hugh, basically, and uh, and and see what was um, going on there. So, we'll just check here. Uh, Blinda Kai 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 Ketis. Says, Hi, Belinda. Uh, having a moan up. Typical woman. Uh, evening, peeps, <laughs> she says. <laughs> Please, can you put questions up before I start on dinner? Oh, she ain't got time to think. Great game. Antonio's goal sublime. Four kisses. That must be an extra one for you, Len. Well, I've got another one because she told oh, me she's did. cooking lasagna. Yes. So I've got another kiss for dessert. Yeah. 
So John can have the other one because he's bound to not make it next week. He's bound to miss out, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, too, John. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you, thank you. you. There's no way I can do three on a trot. I suppose no. after my comment, I'll, I'll be lucky. I'll take me one and run. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, next up is the, it's the old Reverend himself, Jonathan Lowe, uh, dearly beloved. He's put. He's obviously got the ump with me. Uh, I don't have a stupid voice like Nigel reckoned. I'm an Essex boy. Well, look, I'm not being funny, John. Essex boys can have stupid voices. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, quick question. Uh, I'm not sure we'll answer it, John. But isn't it time Manchester United stopped going on about protests for a while? Times are good. We shouldn't do anything to upset the apple cart. What do you chaps think? Blessings. Amen. Uh, John Athan. Uh, quickly, John, two things here. Very quickly. Amherst United protest. I understand why they're doing it because if you want someone out and it's not about results and, and you don't want to be accused of you're only protesting because we're at the bottom of the table, you do organise a protest when you're top of the table. <sighs> That's where I come from in a way. Yeah, I understand I like why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but they shouldn't be surprised if they don't get the support. So it's a two-way street. So that's that's the way I see it, and you know I, I think I may turn up with me Brady out. Cheeky lines, the uh, singing posty is back. He says evening lads and the doggy man, but he's not here, mate. He, he's uh, walking the dog. <laughs> not sure it's too late. Anyway, no, you made it. Two superb victories away from home. Mentality of the club changed massive, and the weekend was better. Seeing Tottenham get embarrassed. I'd like to say I'd love to be at work at the moment and seeing all those not smug fans uh, not having a lot to say, but he's off work. Oh, the little one's only got the Rona. Uh, He has got a a request for you, though, Len. Uh, Can we have a David Sullivan impression? I think people want it every week, mate. They do, don't they? I think they do. Oh, Uh, Steve, I'm very happy with the results. I really am. It's much, much better than Pellegrini. Of course, I didn't want him. It was you fans that made me do it. Oh, I wanted Moyes all along. That's all you get. I'm thinking, actually, Steve and the rest of the people that asked me to, I have been toying with an idea of, you know, doing a bit more animations with... With Sally, I've got an idea in my head, but I've, I've got so many things going on. See, that's the thing. The, the thing, what was good, do you remember the little clips used to do when they yeah. were in the matchbox? Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, but I've got, I do have a lot going on, but I do really want to do it as well because it kind of, it's, it's therapy, really. It's better than getting angry at people. You can just have a laugh at them. What about a pre recorded voice thing that we can put into the podcast? So you just record it on the Sunday and we just slot it in. I could do. Yeah. I get, you know, you know what I'm like. I get sort of, um, I go overboard a bit at times. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like doing a little bit. I just do something silly off the cuff. I do have a really good idea, but um, we see, I've, I've got a little project going on the next few weeks. And obviously after that, I've got the editing to do and stuff to go through that. Um, and and then as you know, Nigel, you've got about four years of productions yes. lined up. <laughs> yes. But I, I do. I mean, 
I'm bound to be yeah, pissed off between then and now to sort of take a break and do it. But I have got a really good idea that involves Goldie and Sullivan and people at the club that I might I might do. I might do. We'll see. We'll mm. see. Uh, Busy schedule, no. Something to look forward to, people. Yeah. I can assure you. Uh, next up, uh, he, oh, he does say, as always, guys, thanks for the sterling effort. He calls us legends. We're not, mate. We're no. Just, we're just free for, well, we're just three fans man. sitting here talking while the dickhead's away. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, next week, if the three of us are back, it will still be three fans, but we're just one extra person. Um, next up, I'm not sure he's still there. Is John still in? Yep, still oh, just checking in. Uh, <laughs> Jack Rush, he's in. I would just go. I'd <laughs> no. say I'm off. I was brought up proper. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Yeah. I did not like me where I just slip out the back. Oh, uh, to the red phone. exit. They call yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you was you was on the phone last week. You on the phone? Sean checking his pH balance. Who was on the phone? You took a phone call at the end of it last week. No, that was my nephew walked in the shed. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a phone call as well. No, no, my nephew walked into the shed. He, he oh, was Dan. He was um, uh, picking up some stuff and, and tickets and everything. So, um, I mean, he was happy as a as a, as a pig in shit because, you know, he was an old chap with on Wednesday and Leeds on on Saturday. And um, uh, uh, it's, been a, it's been a while where he's seen two wins in a week, believe mm. me. Especially yeah. he only sees away games. So, <laughs> you know, he's had famine more than feast, that's for sure. So he, he's a very happy boy at the moment. Uh, Jack Rush, still in a rush. He's 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 going to buzz about. Evening, gents. Um, with the way Moyes is improving and getting the most out of the players, which hammer of the last 10 years would you like to have seen under him? He's got a good shout. Think of one player. He's gone with Diafro Sacco. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I can see what he means under the circumstances. Mm. So, who would I like to see? Last 10, ten years. years. So, ten what years. does that, what's that mean? Diamante. The, the, the Scotty Parker. Oh, that's not a bad shot, John. Scotty Parker's more than 10 years ago now, isn't it? 10 Time years ago, he left. Who would it have been? Mm. Matt Jarvis. No. No? I don't know. I, I, I liked Diamante. I thought he was someone who's was going to... He's still quite fond of West Ham, fun enough. Or another one that always... Talk, I think he's just retired. I didn't quite get that. He sort of came and went very quickly. Yeah. I'll just put it down to the state of the club at the time. For those that bar, don't know... No, uh, that's over 10 years as well, isn't it? Palace are 1-0 up, so Brighton ain't going top. Um... Sorry, who was that you said? Then Babar, but that's over 10 years. Isn't it? That's, yeah, that's 11 Just years again. ago, yeah. You can have him, though. We'll let you. Thanks, mate. Then Babar, he was, he was a good shout. Players in 10 years that are flatter to deceive. Um, oh, OK, flatter to deceive. Because you think he would have improved him, wouldn't he? That's what I was trying to think. Who would he have improved that should have done better? Oh, I see. Colton Cole. I think it'd have been interesting if he could have got hold of Colton Cole. Zola made Colton Cole into an England international. He did, didn't he? He did. 
you know. But you know the thing about it, Carl. Carl, there was a he's, lot. He's of... a great presenter. Oh, that <laughs> 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 wasn't what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I was going to say that either. He was a very good striker with the ball on the floor. Oh, right. I was just saying, say, perhaps Amage United could get him. <laughs> but all you heard was, oh, Allardyce especially, they lumped the ball up to him and you appeared and you commentators, he held the ball up well. He held the ball up dreadfully, awfully. The moment the ball went up for him, he got a foul against him. And I'll tell you who did hold the ball up, one of the best players I've ever seen do it, and they've got any credit for it at all, was Bobby Zamora. Mm. Uh, this, is, this is the only strike I've ever seen to play well in a front one well other than obviously got rid uh, of him Antonio. too quick yeah, unbelievable that decision wasn't it mm. yeah we did right hey, he could he could no he's over 10 years as well wasn't he yeah but I think we can bring him yeah. in bring him in good question I like Bobby thank you no I do like Bobby he's he's, he's a better presenter than Colton Cole as well yeah <laughs> oh, dear bless I like Bobby we, the, we, I was in a way that Brighton and the um, the, the Brighton presenter of the pitch and and, and, and would add him on and he, he obviously didn't know that he played for West Ham and he, he oh. said um, what's your predictions for today he goes oh yeah I think like two two new Hammers win and like, all the crowd were boo like, and he's like you know, support Brian goes, no, we're Stan fan. Obviously, they didn't know. They just thought he was... Yeah, didn't realise he was a West Ham fan as now. a kid. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, that's good. good. I'd love to have been there with that. Uh, Dominic Luff uh, breaks his cherry, people. Evening all. First time questionnaire. Long time listener here. Do you think we can finally put to rest the theory we only did so well last season because we had no fans in the stadium? Yeah, I was thinking that today. That's a good point. Uh, he says Spurs hadn't had proper fans in the stadium for years and it don't seem to <laughs> set them back too much. Brady out. Brady out. Good question. Good. There was a good good clip flying around today on Twitter. I saw of Ogbonna saying that the fans at the end of the game at Leeds pushed them on. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, what he said was they were an extra player on the pitch. I thought he was being a bit tongue in cheek when well, he said some, most of the fans were like an extra player on the pitch because most of them were on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, well. Remember, people, it ain't like the old days. If you go on the pitch, they catch you, they will arrest you, and they will ban you from all football games for three years. But not only that, is that which they will find is that when West Ham play in Europe, as we do now, you'd have to hand your passport in. So every time England play away, your passport. Every time West Ham play away, your passport has to be handed in at a police station. Or a pain in the arse, have so, Believe me, not me personally, but but someone I know very, very well has just finished their ban. And it, it got to the point where he just gave the police his passport and said, keep it. <laughs> and didn't go on holiday for a year. Um 
Flow Rider Hammer. It's a long time since he's popped up. How you doing, mate? No question, really. Just a statement. He wants to thank all of us on the podcast. that keeps everyone, especially those of us abroad, because obviously he lives in Flow Rider, uh, entertained. It's one of the best supporter-led sites and podcasts out there. Cool, he's blowing smoke up our ass tonight. Long may it continue, he says. Each and every one of you deserves kudos. Kudos, Len. Kudos, John. Thank you. Um, if only Thank we you. could spend it. However, he says, oh, uh, talking of blowing smoke up someone's ass, he's going to single out me. Yes, oh, Nigel, major kudos, because I'm organising the Golf Out in the Help the Autism charity. Yes, I am. October the 23rd, golf day. Um, if you want to come along and play golf, if you can't play golf, don't worry. I ain't great, people, believe me. I, 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 if I break 100, it's only to get 98, you know. I ain't, I ain't. You know, I'm not Nick Faldo. I might have made the European team, though, this year. Oh, don't be like that. Uh, <laughs> that was depressing. Yeah, you know, then why, you know why can't I have a good golf team and a good football team? Essex won the Division 2 trophy. So we're back up in the top division, even though we were in the top division before getting relegated halfway through the season. But we're now back up into the top division. You know, everything was going well. There's and, someone who um, didn't do well without a crowd. The European golf? No, well, there was a, a few difference. there, but I, yeah. I, I don't want to knock the Americans, but if I hear you, you know, a uh, golf crowd, there's, there's a bit of decorum. Behave yourselves. You don't have to be like that, you know? They do. Oh, they, they, you know, I'll get it, you know, and at the end of the day, well done to America because it's some of the best golf I've seen in absolute years. Well, they held, held the putts that, we didn't. Yeah, it was just... I mean, the Europeans, some of the Europeans didn't play that bad. It was just the Americans were that good. So, mm. it, it, I know it's disappointing when they lose. And poor old Rory was crying his eyes out. And, and of them, Larry, right? yeah. You know, What's they were choked today? up. But yeah. I think they could be proud of the way they played. Just, just it was one of the best. I'm just glad they didn't get 20 points. Um, I don't think it's going to happen again. I think no. once it's done, then people just out of it. Well, let's see what on. happens in Paris, isn't it? You know, uh, he's uh, Flow Rider finishes. He's going to be excited to see the home crowd's reactions on Thursday. It should be special. Uh, last on Facebook, John breathes sigh of relief before he realises we've got a couple on Twitter. Ted Sexton <laughs> Dave's brother says, "Evening, gentlemen. Your impression." Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. on Zoom as contribution to our team performances roll on Thursday. Ted, I think I'd be arrested or thrown out if I did an impression of Zuma. Len? I'm not going to know. I'm with you. I keep your powder dry. <laughs> oh, John, Zoom's contribution to our team performance. Bring the sanity back. Um, I don't think he's done much wrong at all. I think he's settled in quite well. Um, yeah, let's wait and see. Signing of the season, early. since they give that award out at the end of the season. 
Yeah, let's wait and see. Yeah. Uh, so, quickly skip over to Facebook. Very quick. There's only a couple, John, honestly. <laughs> it's, only, it's only three people on there. Keep my powder dry. Yeah. Uh, Dan, 31, 60, 43-43-H. Uh, three hours ago, that was, obviously. Uh, with the likes of Moyes currently doing an unbelievable job with a more limited budget, is he currently the best manager in the league on current form? Yes. Do you think we can yes. get a trophy this year? PAI out. Brady out. Protests Brady out. Brady out. Um, I doubt we will get a trophy because we never really do get trophies. Mm. But yeah, we hope. Don't we? we live in hope. Well, if Sean was here, this isn't the same old West Ham. Bet they can mm. yeah. That was my impression of Sean. It's quite good. Did you like it? Bet they yeah. um, Amos Kev says, any, any truth to all the criticism from supporters and media is GS and Jack changed their approach? to appease or attempt to learn from their mistakes. Brady, though, will never change. No idea. No, she won't. I don't know. I, know, I did put a story up on Twitter to, earlier today that Jack, Jack Sullivan, not been widely reported, it was a local news that picked it up, he, he's going to be the ambassador for the St. Francis Hospice. And it, it was Where nice is that? Because I've drawn that. Uh, Havering Atabawa. Uh, to give it its full Essex French name. Never heard of it. It's, a, of Havering, it's a village, yeah. Obviously, it's the borough of Havering. It was obviously the, the main village. It's Stapleford Abbots. Oh. But I, 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 knew, I was always going to say my mate lives there. Yes. Um, uh, Stapleford Abbots. Uh, I don't know if that's posh or the neighbouring at about. They're both the same. There's a nice pub in Havering at about. I think what I like. Uh, it's a very nice little village. You need a bit of money to live there. My mate's got it. Uh, there was another question someone said. Podcast, podcast, podcast. People talking shit. Oh, right. Here we go. Mr. Ben. Uh, quick one. He said it appears each league game is being sold. Each league game is being sold. And issued individually to season ticket holders via the ticketing site, hence why each QR code is different, blatantly deliberate. Well, why they're doing it is so they have control over the, something that you've bought. Yes. Fucking scandalous. Yes. Yes. But, well, listen, there are ways to defeat them, people. Yeah, well, what, Len, what do you think about it, though? Like? <laughs> 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 I mean, you could make an analogy like, with anything, like... Oh, no, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't, don't even know how to get away with it. No. You're buying like, could like, let's say on average you're buying a £700 product, really. You don't get a choice where it's delivered and you don't actually get it. It's not a season ticket. It's a ticket bundle you get in. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and there end this question time. One last one is uh, Mark Reaper. On Twitter, uh, you all know uh, we call Kevin. Uh, should club legends be more cautious about who they jump into bed with when it comes to takeover attempts? I think we'll all agree with, yes, they should, Mark. Yeah. And thus, if this week's as John heaves a sigh of relief. 
Facebook Twitter questions. Well done, John. Right, to the well end. Done. All right, thank you. you. Thank you very there much. You go. Oh, a round of applause for John people. Respect. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we've done predictions anyway. Well, it's a depleted squad today, so I thought I'd best pull through to the end for the team. Oh. It's the new West Ham, isn't it? Fucking, well, you know, it this is, is the podcast, uh, what would we call it, B-plus team now? Absolutely. I'll take that. Yeah, the C team's back next week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, that's right. it for this Thank week's you, podcast. Thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you all again next week and hopefully there's going to be a bit of a theme tune playing out now and I'm not sure. Ta-da! Bobby Moore. Ta-da! More than just a podcast Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast